0: Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's episode Hunger for Fitness with Duane and Tanisha Douglas. Welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host, and today we have two special guests with us. We have Tanisha and Dwayne Douglas. They're a husband and wife team that built a part-time fitness business from the trunk of their car into a 500 k in revenue. They eventually sold their eight-year in-person fitness business and developed Virtually Fit and launched a cutting-edge fitness app that combines fitness, Nutrition and habits to create long term weight loss. They're all, they've owned and operated the number one rated fitness studio in Coral Springs, Florida. They're also the creators of the Habit 360, a unique habit based program that teaches clients to lose weight with a little known secret called habit stacking. And they teach men and women how to lose weight without giving up carbs or the foods they love to eat. And currently, They've launched a brand new free weight loss program called the 21 day lose your stomach challenge. So, Dwayne and Tanisha, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank, Thank you. Thank you. So excited to be it. here. Yeah. yeah so, excited.
0: so I'm excited, like I said, to have a couple here because sometimes I think we forget, uh, you know, lots of times we think weight loss is a, a, a solo thing, but it sure helps when you have some support. So, to start mm-hmm. today's podcast, how about that? Uh, you tell us your story of how'd you. Get into wanting to you know lose the weight or get into fitness and help others with that. Awesome.
2: Um, yeah. So I, I I guess I'll I'll kick it off uh, first. Um, for me, it, it started off with I actually had my uh, my own body transformation uh, myself um, about eleven years ago, and uh, from there it just I just started the passion of, of, of working out really set in. Um, and then uh, a cousin of mine actually had a friend who ultimately wanted to um, lose weight as well and put me in touch with him. And we started working together and um, he ended up losing like 40 pounds. And then I was just like, OK, I this, I, I want to turn this ultimately into a business. So went ahead and got certified and so on and so forth. At that same time, Tanisha cracked the code as far as um, how for, how to lose weight through nutrition. So it really helped accelerate my weight loss. So from that, I just started basically stealing the information that my wife was giving me, and started giving it to my clients. And then from him, it went to one person and another person. And the next thing you know, it it's just kind of like just mushroomed from that one on one to what we started was a boot camp um, in a local park, and that grew and that um, grew into a, a our first fitness um, a small studio space, and we outgrew that in about six months. And next thing you know, we had a larger space and. You know, it just it just kept growing. And it, 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 it's been a fun, fun journey. Uh, I still love it today. And that's why we, we're so we're so passionate about what we do. And, I, you know, I'll let Tanisha tell you her her rendition of her story. And, you know, it just <laughs> it just, it just, it just is a, it's a great marriage for us because we're both so into um, health and fitness.
1: Yeah. So me personally, I um I struggled with my weight as a child growing up. So when Dwayne, around the time he was doing the fitness program, um, we both, when we met actually, kind we met at the gym. So we both, this was like in high school, end of our senior year, but we would both go to the same gym. So we met there, but we used to spend hours at the gym, like just talking and not really working out, not really seeing any like the results in our body that for the time that we spent there. And then when we got married and, you know, fast forward now, he was doing that transformation program on himself and then I started doing it as well. So we both got amazing results from that. But he went full force with, you know what, I'm going to start helping other people now. And I kind of was just still focused on myself and you know, us, like, you know, what we can do to make it better. Um, So I got into the nutrition thing. And then at that point when we started the, stu- you know, the boot camp and he was doing that and it started growing and we started helping our clients to really, because everybody that came to us, they always... We found that when we gave them the nutrition plan that helps to accelerate their weight loss, mm-hmm. so that's how we got I got all into then I would start to design nutrition plans for our clients as well, not just for us so well, and it that's sounds like, how I'm,
0: yeah, yeah, it sounds like your uh, at least your foundation together was fitness, even though you were kind of dating at the gym you weren't too focused <laughs> on your your workout but uh yeah. and, and,
2: yeah. and that was twenty three years ago by the way, yes. oh, so, wow. yeah,
0: oh wow. That's not even right. better because I think uh, a lot of the industry, people are starting to get woke to the fact of it's not just lose it. You know, what can I do to keep it off? And okay. I feel like in the last few years, that's been the stronger message besides, look, I lost 30 pounds. And, you know, it's only been two weeks. You've been a, that weight. And I'm not saying that's bad. But, you yeah. know, I think the, the overall goal is you want to take it off in a way that you can keep up the rest of your life. That's one thing I liked about I like about your message. Uh, I was looking at some of your Instagram and your website about how you don't think you focus on necessarily a particular eating plan, you know, like paleo or keto. Which, if people do that, you know, that's their thing. But um, can you talk a little bit about the nutrition side of what you help your clients with and what uh, seems to help them to to be successful
1: and keeping it off? Absolutely. So we focus on sustainability, like you mentioned. So we don't do, you know, the whole crash diet, we're not cutting out carbs and like, don't eat this for this period of time. And, and we we basically focus on sustainable weight loss. So we teach them how to incorporate the foods that they love into their lifestyle so that they're able to stick with it. Because if somebody if I tell you, okay, just eat chicken and broccoli for the next 21 days or 30 days or whatever, to lose the weight, you can't sustain that. Because now when you go back to your real life, you're going to you're going to binge on all the things that you weren't able to eat. So we teach them how to incorporate those things um, and still lose weight at the same time, the same way that we do. So, like, you know, we're both fit and, and into fitness, but we still enjoy our lives. So we teach them how to get there in a way that's going to be, you know, the slow, the, I always say slow and steady wins the race, um, but the most sustainable really wins the race and how to keep those foods incorporated while they do it.
0: Yeah. I call yeah. it the tortoise, uh, the tortoise effect. Because the tortoise exactly. won yeah. the race. He was consistent. It wasn't because he was the fastest. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the big things for us was when we started this thing about 10 years ago, what I, what I did a, a lot of I, like, I would like to do. Actually, i like to say research. Um, there was a lot of the boot camps, a lot of the personal trainers at the time. And what I would notice is people would end up um, starting to, like, come to us. But I would always ask, like, you know, what what was the other trainer doing? What was the other boot camp doing or not doing? And a lot of times we would say, "Well, I wasn't losing any weight," and I was like, "Well, well, why?" And they're like, I, they, well, they never give me a meal plan. So at that point, we were like, "Okay, we got to focus on the meal plan." And we started off with the whole textbook meal plan, where it's like, you know, it's like a hundred percent. You're you're just eating like a rabbit, but it just doesn't work.
1: Like a rabbit, well,
2: clean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to say like a rabbit. <laughs> and ultimately, we learned this 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 secret formula by eighty twenty, and we call it our eighty twenty rule. Where ultimately. You're eating 80 percent nutrition and almost 20 percent of, of what you like. And with that being said, we started noticing the curve of our clients being able to, to commit to a longer term um, weight loss and be able to keep it off. Because, you you know, I think you said it the best. There is other forms of weight loss. But what we try to do is we try to make sure you're in a you're in a space where you can lose the weight and keep it off. Even even if for, even for whatever reason, you, you 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 start to enjoy the things that you like to eat. And I actually just got off a sales call with someone who was on a a keto plan that she ended up losing, you know, to 10 pounds. But sadly enough, she ended up putting it right back on when she started to eat like her things that she enjoyed eating. So what we like to do is like to say, okay, we're not cutting out dairy. We're not cutting out gluten. We're not cutting out anything unless your doctor says that. But if you like enjoy eating that, that stuff, we're going to figure out a way for you to continue to eat that stuff, but still lose the weight. Because no one ultimately is going to continue to follow a fitness plan or a nutrition plan that they hate. It's just, it, it, it's, it, and that's not even just like a nutrition. This is like, almost like a, like a common human behavior where it's like, if you don't really like something, you're not going to continue to. Mm-hmm. So what we like to do is we like to create this program based on the client, whether it be nutrition and, um, and or fitness. So it's, 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 it's basically built up on items that you enjoy doing or <laughs> enjoy eating. And then we, we, we've had tremendous success once we went to that model. So it's been working great for us.
0: Yeah. And my I wrote a short book called Losing Weight to Gain Control, the same title of the podcast. And I talked about that, about the 80-20 rule. But I, I for a while, had to follow, and I called it the 90-10, because I, I, mm-hmm. I'm i an emotional eater. I had like psychological things I had to deal with. And once mm-hmm. I dealt with that stuff, then the 80-20 came into effect. So I didn't have to be so strict all the time. Because mm-hmm. um, that's one thing I think sometimes, and I don't know if you talk to your clients about this, about the psychological effects. I mean, we're not, I'm not a, you know, a psychologist or anything, but I noticed a lot of people that would ask me questions. This was, Gwen, I, I eat, I'm eating when I'm bored, I eat when I'm sad, I eat when I'm happy. <laughs> it's like all emotional based. Do you yep. seem to have your clients go through the same thing? You know, I eat chocolate, I eat chips or
1: whatever the food of the day is. Yeah, we definitely have clients that struggle with that. Um, And that is something we work with them through. We actually, you know, I I talk to them a lot about that. I had talked to our clients on a regular basis, but then we also have another, a psychologist that we actually work with occasionally who she specializes in helping people through their mental um, battles with food. But yes, for sure. Um, And I agree with what you said 100% about that. Sometimes at first it has to be 90 10 because if, and I, like I tell my clients all the time, if you feel like half incorporating this food into your diet at this point is going to send you on a binge, Then let's not incorporate it. You know what I mean. So it's it's we work them up to that point where they can follow that 80/20 rule. I'm glad you have a someone that
0: works with them on the psychological part of it. I mean, Mm -hmm. even if you don't really have a lot of stuff, I I still think that's a good thing to incorporate into any plan, especially right now with everything we have going on in the world with uh, the coronavirus, people having to deal with that. I remember a lot of people were saying at the beginning of everything shutting down how they were afraid of losing a bunch or gaining a bunch of weight because all they were doing it was eating potato chips and but, <laughs> but I think it was just a coping you know mechanism for that time yep. yeah, for sure.
1: yeah
2: for
0: sure I wanted to uh, see what you how, how do you help your clients with um, identifying destructive eating habits sometimes we're too close to the what is it to the problem to even identify why am I eating this way you know why do I eat Chocolate or cook a package of cookies every time I get home. How do you kind of walk your clients through figuring that out for them?
1: So I do a lot of um, I'll have them do like journals or journal prompts where you know you to figure out what is your habit here. You know, like what what what's happening when you lead up to that. So one of the things I personally learned because for a time I did struggle with where it seemed like every time late at night or if I was working on something that I would go into that destructive behavior where I would be ready to like rummage in the pantry for my kids' snacks, right? Um, so what I learned is that when I journaled around my meals before, and, it, and it's a tedious task, but it helps you to kind of bring you present, just journaled around what I was eating before I ate it, even if it was on track, you know, even if it was something that was good for me, why am I eating this? What is this doing for my body? Is this, is this helping me get closer or farther away from my goals? And so then if you're in the habit of doing that, when it gets to that point where you're about to reach for that, whatever you're trying to sabotage yourself with at that moment, you might think about it and say, okay. Why am I doing this? And then, you know, it just kind of puts that, pa- that thought pattern in your head. Um, another thing that we try to practice is pattern interrupters so if, or, or have it changing. So if you know every day on my way home, I pass this Chick-fil-A and I want to stop and get my fried chicken sandwich. Let's figure out, you know, how you can let's take a different route home where you don't pass that Chick-fil-A. Or if you're home and you know that every night at this point, when I get ready to sit down on the couch, I want to reach for the bag of chips and just eat the whole bag of chips. Um, we, inter- we incorporate things such as pattern interrupters, where maybe right then you have to say the alphabet backwards or do ten jumping jacks, something that just kind of break that pattern so you think about it. So we try to get them to incorporate like little steps like that if that's something that they're struggling with, um, just to get that mental direction shifted.
2: And I think one of the I think one of the, the key things I think that um, Tanisha provides for them is so we have a process when you when when you, we we call it client onboarding. What ends up happening is um, one one of the first meetings you have is our nutrition consultation. And during these con- the consultations, Tanisha is actually taking in input and feedback from the client. And one of the things that we I think we, is one of the most successful parts of it is that she literally get. Sometimes people almost feel like they're lost or they're, and sometimes even even bored or whatever the case. She gives them a roadmap, right? So with that roadmap, you're literally knowing when and what times to eat. Um, in some cases, that breaks the pattern, like she was saying earlier before, where sometimes where you were driving home and you saw that Chick fil A, you were just hungry. But now you're eating the proper feel, the proper food prior to that. So now you're you're driving past that. So one of the big things I think is just having a roadmap of what to eat, when to eat, helps people because a lot of times it's just you really don't have that, right? You're just kind of like, okay, well, you're not really you're not really planning your day based off of what you should be eating, what you're not eating. So it just leaves the window open for you to continue to fall back into your old habits, which we're trying to break literally on the first seven days. We can talk to you a little bit about what the first seven days of, of of our program is, but I think having that roadmap, having 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 that is very key. And she I think she does a great job with doing that because, um, in, just basically in the first twenty one days with um, with us, she's going to be talking to you at least three times um, verbally on the phone, and then she talks to you at least three or four times a a, a week. So um, it helps clients stay on track and stay focused.
0: What what is your uh? So you mentioned your seven days. I mean, I don't expect you to give the whole detail, but can you just kind of give an overview or was that kind of the overview?
2: No. So um, it's a great question, because Mm -hmm. um, what ends up happening is uh, what we what we've learned is the first seven days is key for someone to lose weight. And what we try to do is one of the number one things is we try to we try to let folks know that we're your coach. Right. And, a, and one of the key components of being a coach is being able to, to keep somebody and hold somebody accountable and even bring them up when they're down. Right. So one thing is definitely fitness. The other one is nutrition. But you want someone who holds you accountable. So for the first seven days, um, you're we literally ask our clients to literally take pictures of their breakfast, lunch and dinner and send it to us or in our group. Um, and we have actually have a group of, um, uh, in our app where we have other like minded people who are all trying to lose weight as well. So we're holding you accountable because now for breakfast, we're expecting to see what you ate for breakfast, what you ate for, for, for lunch, what you ate for dinner, and so on and so forth. Now it's getting to you in building that healthier habit, getting you into a, getting you to a routine of eating healthy. This has been a tremendous for us because of this ever since we implemented our clients on average lose three to six pounds the first week just by doing this alone. So for, and, if you go through the first seven days and it really wasn't as successful as we, as, as we, as we would like it to be, we'll actually repeat it just to make sure that you're definitely on track. Um, and you're getting all, all the tools to make you successful. So that's one of the key components of our program, even on our 21 day lose your, um, lose your stomach challenge. That's one of the first, um, initial phases where it just helps people because once you start losing, losing weight and you're able to keep it up, we like to call it, that's the glue. Um, once you start seeing the pounds coming down, that's the glue. Now, if you're doing seven days or something and you don't see any results, uh, you, you start to, you start to, you start to think, okay. Yeah. You start to not trust the process, right? But, you know, we've been blessed enough to work, you know, with over a thousand people. We know the data doesn't lie to us. So we're able to, um, implement this program based off of what we know works and it just helps, um, our clients succeed.
0: Yeah. I know, I think some people move quicker than others because I know for me, um, in two thousand eleven it it wasn't a smooth process with trying to figure it out mm-hmm. because of I had you know it wasn't just the weight I was concentrating on I was concentrating on um my finances and stuff at work and mm-hmm. so my my first goal was just to log like you said, like okay, what am I eating? I didn't even change anything. it's just what am I eating and what am I eating and then the next phase was, okay, I need to adjust what I'm eating and then looking at the exercise so. I'm one of those people where it doesn't discourage me if I don't see fast results because I know eventually I'll get there because I got to get the foundation. But I know there's some people that are like, if I don't see results in like five days, I'm done type thing. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you got to give it give it a little more time. Uh, I've yeah. heard that saying about the, was it takes 21 days to make a habit or something like that. Could be longer, but you know, you got to give it yeah. a little bit of time. One of yeah. the things yeah. about working you know, right now, there's a lot of people, still working in offices, but of course, some of them are having to transition from home. But uh h- how do you avoid the temptations when you're at work? Like where I actually work, I have a full-time job too. I work at a bank and uh, one of my coworkers, he, I love chocolate and peanut butter. That's my downfall. And guess what he keeps in his desk drawer? And he's always like, Gwen, would you? No, get it away from me because I have to log it later if you, if I eat this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. I'll have, it's no big deal, but I know if it becomes an everyday thing, That that won't be good. So what's what's something people could do if they're in that type of environment where you have the I call them the food
1: pushers to help to kind of resist that to stay on plan? Typically, we encourage them one to have their have their snacks, there their own Mm. their own food for sure, and something that they enjoy. So like, um, for example, you know, maybe a protein bar or something like that or something you made at home that's more healthy and like i used to when i would work full time in the office same thing people would push food on me all the time and they'd be like oh my god you're just eating that and and honestly really just you have to exercise that no muscle really i mean have your food there so that you're not tempted because you're you're starving so have your food stick to your meals and then you're it's easier to say no because no i have this whereas if you don't have it and you're starving it's like okay yeah give me the chocolate and the and the and the peanut butter you know yeah um so yeah, yeah. I, I think
2: that's part of it. Yeah, I, I, I um a, a few years ago we had a, a I had a client had a a great transformation. She was she actually worked in a doctor's office, and uh, for for those of you who might be listening, you might work in a doctor's office. Um, one of the big things I, I, I um it seems that happens is a lot of vendors will bring in foods and snacks and so on and so forth. So they're, they're literally every single day mm-hmm. we're talking, some of the best local restaurants are being brought in for them to eat, whether it's breakfast, lunch, and so I asked her. I was like, so like you lost a great amount of weight with this temptation literally in your face twice a day, sometimes five days a week. Like, how did you do it? And she said, um, it was, it was you guys. I was like, well, what, what do we say or what do we do? And she said, you reminded me that I'm I'm a healthy person now. And mm-hmm. those things are something that an unhealthy person would eat. And, um, I just kept that in my mind where ultimately it's like, you, there's going to come a point where you have to realize the old person that you were, when you, when you're 50 pounds overweight or 60 pounds or 30, whatever that number is, that person has to change. The variables have to change. Right, yeah. If you keep doing the same exact things, the, the outcome is going to remain the same. So um, I always always found um, that story very interesting. Whereas ultimately, all she did was change her way of thinking. Stop thinking that ultimately you're still that old person. You, you want to move into that new identity of I'm a healthy person. And that's not what a healthy person would 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 um, ultimately eat. And she, and she said that's what she stuck to. And um, it was the, it was that winning. Um, so now I, I, I stole that from her. And I, <laughs> I, 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 I actually tell, I actually tell that to our clients as well, just, just to remind them, like, you know, that's who you, who you were 24 hours ago. And that's where you were seven days ago. But now we're a new person. We're a healthier person. And it seems to it seems to work well when you're coaching someone.
1: And yeah. that's something I think you have to remind yourself of often. It's not a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a daily thing, a daily practice that's good to have anyway, to remind yourself of the person that you are, you know, becoming now. Yep. So.
0: Yeah, um, I heard years ago on a podcast, the person said, what would the healthier version of you choose to eat at this moment? And it just stuck with me for years. And I still think that, like yesterday, um, when I was choosing my supper, because I, I cook a bunch of stuff and then I kind of, you know, mix it together and I was like what would the healthier Gwen choose to eat right now you know do you need mm-hmm. a dessert because I, I make my own desserts so they're like little but it's like you know what I already had one for lunch I really don't need one for supper and I'm really not feeling it but the old Gwen would have said bring on the cake bring it on you know even if I really <laughs> didn't want it because you always have to have dessert right so it was it was yeah. a mindset <laughs> change yeah yep. uh, and that's uh, the subtitle of the podcast is the maintenance mindset what would when you're at that point of living in maintenance, even though you're not, what foods would you choose? You know, what's your, what's your new habits? Mm -hmm. Can you explain to Mm -hmm. our listeners about macros? Like what's, what are macros and, and how can you lose weight without having to count macros?
2: Oh, it's Tanisha. (laughs) You you shouldn't ask her that. You might need another two hours. No, that's okay. (laughs) I've been
1: wanting to learn more. That's her,
2: that's her thing. She loves that. That's she's a scientist when it comes to that. So go ahead. (laughs)
1: So, uh, to simplify it a little bit, so all of our foods are made up of three main macronutrients, which are protein, carbohydrates, and fats. Those are the three main macronutrients, and basically, some of they act differently in your body, right? Mm-hmm. So, protein is going to be more satisfying, and it, your body digests that. Burns uses more energy to digest protein than it does a carbohydrate, or especially a simple carbohydrate. So that's why a lot of diets it's good to incorporate, especially if you're on a weight loss journey, to incorporate those proteins, right? Fats are also gonna fats and carbs give us energy. So those are also very important to have because they help fuel your brain. Now, do you have to count macros to lose weight? No. So and he loves that because he like one of his big sayings is always it's calories in versus calories out. It doesn't matter if you're getting calories from the carbs or the fat or the macro or the protein, whatever. So, no, on a red just a general weight loss journey, you don't have to count macros, but in being aware of those macros and making sure that you have enough of them is going to help as far as your hunger and your your what is it satiate satiety however you say it so yeah so basically the macronutrients are the three main you know the three nutrients that make up most of the foods that we eat
2: and you know just to add to that probably about a little over a year a year ago year and a half ago um i actually challenged tanisha where ultimately i I wanted to, you know, we have three phases to our, 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 the nutrition journey. When you, when you join, join us, we actually have like our seven day fat detox, what we like to call it. Um, but then we actually have a portion where uh, it's actually giving, an, giving, giving away to the name, but she came up with an idea where ultimately you don't have to count macros, but you can lose weight. So it's called our perfect portion system. What ends up happening is she, she she'll literally phys- physically mail out these trays to you. That's basically divided in between your protein, carbs, and your veggies, all you have to do is simply fill up the con- the container in those particular compartments. It was a tremendous success. It got our, it got our clients off of the, the the need and the and 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 realistically, sometimes the the, the setback of always trying to count how much is this, scan this, scan that, and so on it. and so forth. Yeah. So when we send out the, these magical trays, um, it, it was such a hit that some of our clients would would literally take the, take it to restaurants. And they would go to places like Chick Fil A or not even Chick Fil A, but uh, Chipotle, and literally hand a tray to them and say, "Put the rice in there, put the veggies there, put the chicken there, and don't give me anything else other than that." So it it freed our clients from a standpoint of there's no longer oh you know there's nothing wrong with using My Fitness Pal and so on and so forth. But um, sometimes when you I, I like to say if it, if you make it too difficult, you turn mm-hmm. it into a science project. Chances are they're not going to follow. Yeah. So we have to make it as easy and simple, and that's that's realistically our been our secret sauce mm-hmm. for ten years, just trying to figure out ways to make so it simplify, easier and yeah. simplify and simplify. So when she talks about these 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 uh these three uh macronutrients, she made it even simpler for someone who wanted to lose weight and not to worry about counting anything. Mm-hmm. Um, do we do the that that portion of the? Of, of of weight loss, absolutely. We do get to a point in in the weight loss journey where it almost feels like sometimes you might have, been, have noticed this, or maybe you, ha- you know someone who might have hit this, where it almost feels like you lost weight, but you start to plateau,
0: Yeah.
2: right? It starts to get to a yeah. point where it seems like nothing else. Like, I, I just, I'm, I, I'm right. not losing any weight. And that's when Tanisha will come in and she'll go into that point where it's like, okay, now we need to create a meal plan based on what you're weighing currently today. Yeah. Right, because yeah. a lot of times what's happen is people will create a, a program or start following a program, weighing two eighty, and they and now you're down at two twenty. You, you, something needs to change, right? Um, ultimately, she creates a new program based off of you being two twenty five, but you want to get down to two hundred. Mm-hmm. So the macronutrient is going to change, and that's when she gets into the whole BMR, and then yeah. she starts figuring out okay, how many calories you need to burn, and this and that and that. But that's typically when a client gets to
1: that point. Right, that's a right? more advanced yeah. client. We always yeah. say so. There, there's different levels, obviously. To, to the client base, right? So the a, a regular person who's just like, I need to lose 50 pounds who comes in, it doesn't need a macro based plan, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. their goal is simply yeah. to focus on, you know, eating healthier, making healthier choices overall, and incorporating meals, or sometimes even just eating Period. So that's what we focus on. And when they get to that point like we have clients that get to the point where now they're they've they've lost the weight, they want to actually change their body composition. Yeah. Okay, I want to put on a little muscle. I want to look like this. That's when I go into, okay, do you, this is what we would need to do. Are you do, are you willing to do that? Are you are you willing to stick to this, you know, set of macros, these many calories and track that and and they are usually by that point then they're ready. So we we transition them.
2: Because once again, we've got to, the glue is already set in. They've already lost weight. Mm-hmm. Once that glue is there, they, they, at that point, they just want to hear what's the next step for me to continue to lose. And at that point, they're already they're already pros, they're already veterans. So scanning and counting is is, is, is nothing because they, they just want to get to that next step.
0: Yeah. Do you find that too? Once the they start getting into it and getting more active, that it's like they up their fit and start up in their fitness and and just their game mm-hmm. because I noticed that well, like I have kind of a home gym. I have barbells and steps and all this stuff, and and it excites me. I mean, I love. Studying, like, mm-hmm. this probably sounds like Tanisha, how to, you know, build muscle. And I mean, I'm not into bodybuilding, but I actually study that because it just fascinates me what they yeah. do. Yeah. Now, I couldn't do that. I mean, that's pretty extreme for me, but, you know, if uh somebody actually wants to get to that, I don't think most people realize what they, what they, how much work it is to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. That's very true. Yeah. Talking about fitness, um I actually, like, in the last month have got into cycling. I can't tell you how much money I've spent on stuff, but I went last night for almost a five mile. Ride. It's like I'm addicted to it now. It's my new favorite thing. I, I signed up for this bike challenge this month, so I'm tr- I'm trying to get my miles in. But but Congrats. I found over the years that I've transitioned on with the fitness because when I first started, let's just say even walking in place for 20 minutes was was kind of difficult. But uh each step of the way just seems like okay. Let's see what we can push next. What can we do next? Mm-hmm. You know, let's do a 5k. uh Let's do I don't know. I keep looking at the try with well, the tri triathlete things. I'm thinking, no, I don't think I'll- I'm ready for that yet. But uh, do you uh, what kind of exercise do you uh, recommend for your clients? Do you try to tailor it to what they can do or do they say, hey, I have a goal to do a 5K. And then you kind of make a plan based on that.
2: Yeah. yeah. So now you, I think you I think you hit the, the nail right on the head. And um, another one of our um, secrets um, to our, our success is that, you know, each client is different. So when, when, when you come up on board with us, we take an account of everything you ultimately have, even, even from the equipment you have at home. Um, we know that now with the COVID and so on and so forth, um, a lot of people don't have, are, are not willing to go to the gym. They rather work out at home. Um, and so we take that into consideration. But on top of that is one of the things that we've learned, another, another way to keep somebody committed and staying the course of, um, of the journey is creating a fitness plan based off of them. So you know, if you're if you weigh 280 pounds, you know your chances are it's going to be more difficult for you to do something that of someone is 135 pounds is doing. So what we do is we we create that program based off of that. You might not be able to do a full on high intensity interval training program, which you know people will shorten and call HIT. Uh, we have a, a version called low intensity interval training, where it's a more low impact um, uh, training program, but it still gets you going, gets you moving, gets your calories burning, so you're still able to lose um, that weight. And you know one of the one of the one of the things about our program is none of our realistically none of our our weight loss circuits are more than 24 minutes, so they're quick um, short bursts. Um, they're done in that in in that format where ultimately you're going to burn the calories while you're while you're doing the exercise and continue to burning afterwards. So if you come in and you say, okay, Dwayne, you know I have a bad knee problem, I have a lower back issue, or whatever the case may be, we start to align you with the the you know the, the several different programs that we have to make sure it fits you best because one of the things that I think a lot of people um, fail when it comes to fitness is they're 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 joining or trying to are trying to copy someone that ultimately are doing something that they can't do, they can't. and and what w- ends up happening you end up quitting more than you quicker quicker than you even see the results because you might start feeling pain, you might start saying okay this is too much, and once again it goes back to that thing you're not going to continue doing something that you're hating. So what we try to do is find that even balance of getting you getting you active, getting you moving, doing something that you like and you can continue to do it day after day, and then it gets to the point where I have clients that literally started off with just two times or three times a week to the point where I have to start telling them you're working out too much. <laughs> and we have that. We yeah, literally, we, we, I, yeah, we, I have clients where we have like, ultimately, you know, we already programmed now five, five, five days of training for them. And, and they're like, I'm off yeah, today. I don't have a workout yeah, yeah like, they are yes, yeah, a day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean I'm not, not going to do anything for these two days? It's like, they were That's how, and when they first started, they weren't like that.
0: Oh, you know, I love again, my rest like days. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it, 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 you know some people love the rest day and some people are like I want us to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know they they fall in love with it. So we, we it's the journey of literally you know like I guess you can say crawl before you run or whatever run before you walk. Um, that's what we that's what we that's what we've been doing. It's been tremendously um helpful for our for our clients. So we we continue to do that. And if we start you off on something and you feel like okay I could do more than that, we'll bump you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we will definitely do we'll definitely do that. But we don't want to over. Exhaust you um, at first to the point where you feel like okay I can't do this anymore and and it could discourage you rather than encourage
0: you. Do you think that whole seven day a week thing mentality? Because I went through that years ago when I was in college that it's got to be every day it's got to be every day. Uh, some of it is maybe people don't understand how the human body works with that. Like if you keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, it never has time to recover. I mean that you're actually I think it's going to push you behind a little more than if you you know you take those days off. Do you kind of go over that with them like hey this is why we're telling you. You need you need to give your body a break a day or two or something right yeah exactly yeah, yep, yeah. yeah no, to you're, recover you're for to sure recover.
2: I mean yeah. we, you, you don't your muscles don't grow while you're in the gym it grows when you're out of it right mm-hmm. so we make sure our clients um ultimately know that you grow while you're resting sleeping and so on and so forth so we definitely preach get your sleep get try to you know stick to a rest day if you can um Or we do something light, like moderate, but um, yeah, like an active the, yeah. rest day. You yeah, want to yeah. go for
1: a walk, yeah. or you know, you can go for a bike ride, something. But you yeah. don't need to be like hitting hitting yeah. hard seven days a week, yeah, you know, definitely. to get results. That's not necessary. Yeah, that's too. I mean, I say i rest day,
0: but rest day for me just means I'm not saying okay for 30 minutes I'm going to go do this or 40 whatever exactly. the time frame is. Yeah. I mean, if I want to mm-hmm. go for a walk, I just and I'm not trying to time myself. I don't. You know, try to get my heart rate up or, or get the app out right. to see how many miles I'm just going to walk just for fun and listen to my music. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. that's good. One thing I wanted to ask you about is we kind of talked about this before recording is having that support as a couple. You know, how, if somebody, you know, says, Hey, I you know, tells their spouse or partner, Hey, I'm ready to get healthy. I want to do this. And the other person's like, um, no, <laughs> how would you, no. uh, advise someone to handle a situation where maybe they're not getting the support or even if they have kids because the kids might say, well, mom or dad, I don't want to eat that. I'm going to keep eating my potato mm-hmm. chips or whatever's in the house yeah. at the moment. <laughs> what what kind of advice
1: would you give to someone that's uh, going through that right now? So that's one of the big things, actually, because I work with a lot of moms. Um, so and I am a mom as well. And that's one of the struggles that they have often is that maybe they're on a finished journey. They don't know what to cook for their family. They're like, well, I, I have to cook something completely different for me. So I am big on you got to do what's best for you whether you have the support at home or not so if it's a situation where your your husband wants to still eat junk and you don't want to that's when again it comes to be reinforcing that identity that you're now a healthy person and it may be a situation where you have to cook a separate meal for yourself so what I what I teach my clients really big is whatever proteins and things like that that you're making the main source of the meal can be for everybody. Just maybe you have to doctor it up differently for them versus what you're eating. So maybe you're going to keep yours nicely grilled with no, no extra no barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce, right? But you'll put barbecue sauce on the chicken for the kids and for your husband, right? So you can still have a healthy meal, but make it different. You know, not that you're cooking 20 different things, but that you're making it slightly different for them, but in a way that you can still have yours like you need to. Um. also stocking your fridge with those healthy foods as far as the kids are concerned. So what I've started doing, even for my kids, because my kids love all the normal kid foods. Right. Um, but I've started not buying those things. So I'll put stock my fridge with only water for them. I'm not buying a bunch of juices. I'm not buying a bunch of chips anymore. So sometimes you just have to put your foot down and be like with the kids. I'm not buying that stuff anymore. This is, you know, give them what, you know, a little bit. But it doesn't have to be that that's what your pantry is completely stocked with. And, and it's not always easy when you don't have the support, but I think that's when it just again comes to, I'm doing this for me. This is important for me so that I can feel good. And nine times out of 10, what I've noticed with most of my clients is that the spouse at some point does get on board. They start to yeah. see that you're looking better, you're feeling better, and they want what what it is that you're doing. So they start to get on board as well.
2: Yeah, I, so, I think, and it, uh, we, we, had clients, we had clients too before where um, even Tanisha coached them through. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's just, you might have to continue cooking the things that um, you know, the family loves whether mm-hmm. it be even financial, whatever the case may be. But maybe you're just eating half of it, right? Right. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's 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 the portion, right back to where we were talking about our you know our perfect portion system. Is we're teaching clients, okay, yeah, you can, you, yeah, you can eat those things. It might not be exactly to plan, but we'll teach you how to to, to improvise, so mm-hmm. to speak. And then and then just like how Tanisha says, surely but surely, literally, then the spouse might come on board. And you know, I've I've had a client that um we trained you know prior to prior to her getting uh, married. She was getting tremendous, uh, tremendous results, and next thing you know, her her husband started following the plan. Next thing you know, her husband became one of my clients. Mm-hmm. So it's it 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 definitely resonates. Um, you know, when someone sees, you know, the the, the success that you're having. Um, so it might it, don't get discouraged, ladies, where you, you feel like you're 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 you feel like you're on an island by yourself. Um, one of the big things that you know is is, is helpful on our side is you know our our our, our in app group. Um, where we will constantly message our clients, all mm-hmm. our clients are in there. I hate to say it's a, a kumbaya in there, but <laughs> it's 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 realistically there's nobody in there that's trying to gain weight. Um, right. Everybody in there is on the same journey, and then you get to see multiple people posting healthy healthy items ideas. and ideas yeah. and tips. And Tanisha's constantly doing that. Right. Uh, matter of fact, Tanisha just released the top four re, um, four ways to stay motivated at home for your home workouts in the group um, today. So we do, you know because you know it's I just think one once once and once and for all. I think the bottom line is you you, you you definitely gotta do it for yourself. You definitely gotta figure out a way. You might have to get crafty. Um, but then mm-hmm. on, on on top of that, see if you if you have someone that will still hold you accountable, or even a group that'll hold you accountable, right. I think you'll definitely be able to, to, to get to push through it.
1: Yeah, and have that support. Because yep. you still have that support outside of the home. You yep. know, with with your coach or with your group or your community that you're you're with. That. Yep. That's do on the same page as you. I think kids
0: eventually, whatever's in the house, they're gonna eat. You know, they might exactly. complain about, well, where's exactly. the cookies? But if, <laughs> yeah. if there is a banana there, guess what? They're going to eat the banana. Right. Yeah.
1: I'm going to give you an example, actually. So my kids are in love with this popcorn. Um, the top It's top secret. secret, but it's not the like lower calorie one. It's the movie theater mm. butter one. And they will each eat a bag by themselves. So for my, he, I don't know who bought it first, but somehow it got in the house. And they were like hooked on this popcorn. So every week they're like, mom, can you get the popcorn? Can you get the popcorn? And when I realized, I looked at the calories on it and I'm like, you guys are literally eating this, one of each of them, a bag on their full bag on their own. I said, no, no, I'm it's not buying stop. this anymore. It's got to stop. So I, they're like, oh no, you know, whatever. So I ended up, I just bought, uh, there's another one, Skinny Pop that yeah. they make, which is, you know, much healthier. I started buying that and they, and they tear it up now. Nobody's complaining. So like you said, they're going to eat what you buy. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to eat what you buy. <laughs> Yeah. Do you find too,
0: like you said, some of your clients, when the one person sees, Hey, they're doing well and then they'll get on board. I remember my family when they see what I eat, cause my portions are way smaller than they used to be. I grew up in the South. I'm from the South. So everything we had was deep fried, even (laughs) baked was in, you know, cooking grease. And, and there was no concept of baking chicken and taking the fat off. It it would just all went in there. And, um, when they would see the size, they're like, oh, is that all you're going to eat? It's like, that's all I need. <laughs> it, it's a yeah. it's a mental thing once you're, you know, and then, then I could see where they would start shrinking their sizes a little bit and asking me questions. And I think some of it is if you've never seen it before or, or really thought about it, because in America, it seems like every the bigger, the better. You know, the bigger yeah. plate, yeah. put it, make sure it's full. Yeah, just get it going there. Right.
2: Yeah, it's funny because I actually read an article about Um, McDonald's actually increasing the size of french fries over the years, the amount you get. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, secretly, people don't know you're actually over time, even at McDonald's, you're eating more calories than you would have in 1983. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So it's, it, and you, and and, I mean, I guess for some people that's more value, but but at the end of the day, it's also more interest to your waste, right? So, um, yeah. So, you know, we're getting constantly bombarded. You're, you're in a war, right? You're in a war and, you know, they're constantly, you know, throwing, um, throwing, different ways and different tactics to, to get you hooked and just like you just like you said sometimes it's just a situation where we were accustomed to, just accustomed to doing that and then something happens where you're like okay this has got to stop and then you're like okay now nah. i mean and, and we we have that now one of the big things for tanisha is you know is just teaching clients simple things where it's kind of like you know eating chicken breasts and chicken wings versus a chicken thigh and chicken legs right yeah and you know just those simple yeah calorie cutting things is a tremendous you're still eating chicken just eating the parts that are, are a the little bit yeah, the leaner parts right. parts, right? So, and then people will say, "Well, that's where that's where all the the the, the, the juices or whatever <laughs> yeah. that or flavor is," but also that is where most of the calories is. Um. So next thing you know, you're, you're right back to your macros. Mm-hmm. Your fats are through the roof, and you just right. don't know.
1: And I think too, it's important to learn how to cook the healthier foods like in a way that you enjoy. So, like, it doesn't have to just be. You know, everybody thinks, okay, you only need chicken breast. You're gonna boil some chicken breast and just eat it. Like, then it's like, no, like there's a, you know, so that's another thing I teach my clients. I lot. Is I'll share recipes or ways that I make things to make it make it funner. So like, you know, I I cook a lot of stuff in my air fryer, and 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 that's a great way to give you that not necessarily fried chicken taste, but it just makes it a little more crisp, not like some bland, you know, ways yeah. to season it. So it spices it up. And I think that's an important part too. And um, like you mentioned, people are accustomed to, they don't know. And so that's what I've learned too. In talking to a lot of clients is that they really just don't know. They don't know that that's unhealthy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You have to, they literally are learning yeah. with you that, okay, wow. Like I never realized that was unhealthy what I was doing. Yeah. So Yeah, for oh, sure. yeah.
0: like uh, the chicken, I actually just did a it's a crusted um, chicken breast where I use panko mm-hmm. bread crumbs. I love mm-hmm. panko bread crumbs. i had never heard of these things until a few years ago. To to nice. get that, uh, like you said, the flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pinterest yeah, like, is great for that. <laughs> yeah,
2: like my number one yeah. thing that she, she she makes for me now is um is, is breaded uh fish fry inside of the the, the, the actual air fryer. air fryer, and I'm like I'm addicted to it. And, and it's uh, not just, yeah, fried. It's, it's completely there's no oil and there's yeah. it's
1: low and fast. I actually sh- I did a recipe on that for my clients too, just to show like if you want it, you have to taste of fried fish, this is how you can do it. Yeah. You know, and he loves it. That's like his yeah. favorite meal. So
2: and she like so she actually just released our first cookbook just recently. So ooh, I'm going um, to check it
1: out.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> so she just released that to our uh, to our to our clients. And each week, if you guys are on our newsletter, um, I, I encourage you to join it. She she actually sends out um a new recipe each Monday too on, on that too as well. So you guys and they're all healthy. They all taste good. Um, and just, it, she's the, she's the, she's the queen of, uh, of, 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 of dry rubs too. Like, well, she, we're going to have
0: to talk more because yeah, yeah I'm in, I'm in the cooking. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah.
2: She will literally tell you what seasonings to buy, what not to buy. And the season that it's already been approved by her. So they taste good. I think she was, I heard her rambling the other <laughs> night about some Buffalo hot,
0: wings. hot, hot wings, wings that she
2: made with some new seasoning. She found, um, that's it, 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 that, that ultimately is, is low calorie and, but still has, um, high, high Wait, flavor, right. I should say. So.
0: I think a lot of it is people don't know how to to cook. Uh, yeah. I I'll put pictures on my uh f- I have my fan page and my personal page, and one of my friends one time said, "Is that healthy, Gwen?" I'm like, "Yes," you know, and yeah. then I'll list here's what I put on it, and they're like, "Wow, I never thought that food could be healthy." Yeah, it can. Yeah. You just what what you put on it makes a difference in how you flavor it. Now, yeah. Dwayne, yeah. you're known as mm-hmm. the carb or the king of carbs. Is that your nickname? Absolutely.
2: Yes, absolutely. Now, is absolutely. it
0: still possible to eat carbs and lose weight? Cuz like I said, right now keto's the thing, no carbs. And I actually had someone say to me the other day, I wish somebody would show me they lost weight without the keto diet. And I'm not against the keto diet or paleo or anything, but she she's just like, I can't I can't stri- I can't do that. So, how can yeah. you still lose weight and eat carbs?
2: So, you know, I, I I I found out probably about a little over 9 9 years ago. Where you could still eat a certain amount of carbs and still lose weight, and when I say that certain amount, it's not five percent or ten percent like keto. You can still eat 40 percent or even fifty percent carbs in most cases and continue to lose weight. And from that day forth, um, we started just incorporating that into our our, our nutrition, and we just started becoming fam- famous even here locally from just ju- just the clients that that ate. Hey, they you can almost eat anything when you train with these train with these folks because. Um, it's all about it's fitting into your to your macros. At the end of the day, we don't want you to count them as soon as possible, but we'll 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 work with you to show you how to um be able to a still lose weight based control. on the yeah. based on the portion size. And I mean, I'm known for eating McDonald's every Friday, called a Fry Friday, and so on and so forth, and I still keep a low body fat. But if you want any type of evidence of that, you can just join, jump on, jump on our website, jump on, um, jump on Instagram. Every single one of those clients
0: mm-hmm.
2: eats carbs and not just one slice of bread a day they eat carbs we encourage it um, tremendously. you know we even have meals on our meal plans' that just it's just carb base yeah. it, which is it sounds funny but but it works you know I think for me I feel like I feel like carbs satisfies folks and keeps you happy because sometimes it makes you feel like you're not dieting um, so um, yeah that's what that's what our s- secret sauce is ultimately we want you to eat and, and, and enjoy eating there's really no, there's no such thing really to us as a bad food. Um, as long as you, um, you have it portioned right and you're, 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 you're timing it in the right, um, fashion.
0: Is it that you try to get your clients to get, go towards more, the more complex carbs? Cause that's my big thing is I try to stay away from, I, I love the simple carbs and I still have them, but I try not to make that the majority, you right. know, like the donuts or the desserts or things like that. Like the other day when right. I said I decided since I already had a dessert with one meal, I didn't have it with the next meal. That's kind of my little game I play with myself but just so i could, i'm not depriving myself do you uh, educate your clients on that too also
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. That, and that's the key. Is it, it, it's it's the types of carbs you're eating. So us saying, Okay, we love carbs and we we you know, king of carbs, he's not eating chips and donuts and things like that all the time. You know, I'm eating chips I'm, eating chips. I'm eating chips with their Baked chips. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're high chips. in carbs and high in fat. We're talking about, you know, your you know, your your brown rice. You can have white rice. you uh, I don't potatoes. eat brown rice yeah. at all. He eats white rice only. Oh, but yes, it. either one is fine. But yeah, mostly yeah. those complex carbohydrates are, are totally fine to eat and fruits and vegetables and, you know, yeah. and all that. So
2: yeah, definitely. We don't, we, yeah, we definitely we try to things. focus for folks to say, OK, try to stay everything, try to be brown if it's possible. Um, but um, in those cases, too, once I found out the fiber difference between white and brown oh, yeah. was, yeah. was,
1: yeah. was, yeah, was no so reason. small, I said, oh, right. oh,
2: no, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm sticking with the right. white
1: rice, and we do te- also encourage that occasional treat as well. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, it's fitting it in again, like you, like we you talked about. You don't say I'm that not, there's any I'm bad foods, right? No, we
2: don't. We, we don't. The only reason, the only the only reason why there's bad foods for 95 of Americans is because we eat too much of it. Yeah, right. That, that I mean, that's 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 realistically it. You know, for the other five percent who 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 tailor into a way that if you know fits because you know, once again calories in, calories out. Once it fits once it fits to your lifestyle yeah you can make it work I mean I've, I've had clients ultimately would, would, would joke around and send pictures of eating taco Bell but then at the end of the week they're still losing weight it's just because it, it just fits it's just it just fits and they, once they learn once they learn our secret they just continue to do it and then we have some clients who are like they never never go back they just mm-hmm. never go back they, they stay as healthy as possible I have clients I actually try to encourage them to have a cheat day and they're just like no i want to keep going i don't want to i don't want to and cheat somebody, and so, because so. some
1: people right they, yeah that's not that's you not know good. it's yeah. just a new identity that's right they rather yeah and
2: just... no, we love that so it's like but we also we, we we call it this realistically weight a realistic weight loss plan is what ultimately um what, what you're on but but yeah i do love carbs that's, <laughs> that is definitely my that's definitely my thing
0: yeah i lo- i love like you said it's real world weight loss that's one of the things i try to encourage with my podcast is uh you know, make sure it can fit into your life or, and it can change with your life because, you know, you were married, you didn't have any kids and, or, okay, you start single and you get married. Mm-hmm. Now you have a different dynamic. Then the kids come. Now you got a whole different dynamic. Eventually the kids are going to go away to college and stuff. And then you have another different dynamic. And yeah. so, and I think what happens with some of the really restrictive plans are that you, you can't stray from. So you can't ever go out to eat to a restaurant like with your plate, right. yeah. even with that. Um, and and I've i found that uh, I found some articles that actually said I went off a of keto and here's why, and it was some of it because it was so restrictive it didn't change fit into their life anymore.
2: I was at a, a quick story. I, it was um I was at lunch one day, and I was having lunch with someone. I'm eating my lunch. They're eating my their lunch, and I we're talking, just joking around. And for some strange reason, I wasn't really paying attention to what they were eating. So I looked so I looked out on their on their on their plate and they had uh, chicken breasts and these like these yellowish cubes that were chopped up for some strange reason. I literally thought it was pineapples. So I thought it was chicken breasts and pineapples. So I looked down. And I'm like, wait, that's not. Pine-. I said, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's butter. I said, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a keto diet. I said, wait, so you're you, why would you do that? So they're like, they're like, oh, because I need to get my fats in and I, I don't want any carbs. And I'm like, so you are ready to eat? butter sticks than eat bread or, 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 and I was like, this is, I mean, like that is just not sustainable. And funny thing enough, probably about three weeks later, I, I, I see her and then she's, and I, and I I joke around with her. I said, Hey, you still, you still not eating breads and cups? She's like, um, she's like, well, I kind of brought it back in. I'm, I'm doing dirty keto right now. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I can't get, I don't, I get lost on all the, all the, 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 the trends. And the, it's, it's, it's just another example of, you know, trying to be so, so restrictive to the point where it's like, I can't, you can't sustain, you can't keep going. So it, and sometimes some of these, some of these, you know, you know, I like to call them fat diets because it is right. what it is, but you, you might see, you might see results really quickly. But you just can't keep them off,
1: And that that, having that constant restrictive uh, mentality also can lead to binges as well. So then when you do allow yourself to have the the bread or the whatever it is you've been so severely restricting from, you go overboard because it's like, okay, this is my last meal. Last time I'm going to have this. I got to eat it all.
2: So, yeah. So, yeah. And so with us, when you when you when you come on board with us, we even have a healthy fast food list where um, we would teach you how to even eat in a drive-through, the items that definitely, once again, won't add interest to your waste. But we try to take out every single excuse where you don't have time, we'll figure out a way for you to eat what you're supposed to eat without um, without, without gaining weight. So we give you all the tools.
1: I think that's ultimately what mm-hmm. it is, is teaching people yep. how to, you know, if, you need the, if you're going out to eat with your family, you don't have to eat like crap because you're going out to eat. There's a way to choose healthier options from the menu. But if you decide, I want to have that burger, have the burger, you yeah, know? So sure. I feel like that's what we try to teach people. If you're going through a drive through you don't have to order the terrible food. You There's a way to eat in this drive through that fits your lifestyle and your goals now, right? Yep. Yeah. So I think that's ultimately what it is, is educating people on on how to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing I mentioned
0: in uh, previous episodes was you can get on any any website of most of these major chains and find their nutrition information. That's what I've done. Like my friend said, hey, we're going to eat at so-and-so, so I'll Google, you know, whatever yeah. the 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 restaurant is, and figure I already have my meal filled figured out before I get there, and there. in of course, cool. when they thank ask, it's like, "Yep, I already know what I want," and so yep. yeah, it's already done. Yeah, you know. Even yeah, you know, the fast food places have that too, so you can even for sure. do that there. For sure, yep. yeah. Well,
2: back to
0: it. Yep, D- Dwayne Tanisha, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. Uh, I I think it'll Absolutely. it'll help our listeners and just help me encourage you. Like I said, uh, cooking thing, I'm going to check on that. I love cooking. Uh, so if anybody mm-hmm. wants to reach you, what, you know, what's the best place they can get, like your website or, or social media? And then also it may be any last words of encouragement to give the listeners.
2: Yeah. So real quick, um, you know, if anyone right now is, you know, struggling um, to lose weight and they're looking to, you know, lose, you know, you know, 10 pounds or more, um, we actually encourage you to jump on our website, www.hungerforfitness.com. Um, that's what the, the number four. And um, you can join our 21 day um, lose your stomach challenge for free. Um. So you, you can, you can start getting the tools um, needed to start losing that, that you know, that weight. Um, you can even follow me on Instagram at hunger for fitness. Um, Tanisha is also on hunger on, on, I'm sorry, Instagram. on Instagram
1: at the real Tanisha Douglas. Yeah, And um, I post, you know, exercise tips, recipes, meals, all that. So, yeah, definitely they can go there for tips. I do a weight loss tip Tuesday every Tuesday. So I go do a live and, you know, give some type of tip to, mm-hmm. you know, help you on your weight loss journey. Lots of free information, free value there as well.
0: Okay. Well, thank you again. And maybe we'll have you
1: back again sometime.
2: Oh, we'd uh-huh. love it. We enjoy yeah. it. It's, it's always fun talking fitness with someone
0: The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.